Terminal Marine is a horror action podcast, and as such, may contain themes that are uncomfortable for all audiences. Content warnings will be in the descriptions below, and if we missed anything, please send us an email and let us know. Charlie, it's Lewis. Can you hear me? You're going to be fine. You've got some really heavy injuries around your face. Just lie still for a second. I gotta stop your bleeding. Oh no. Your legs aren't looking good either. I don't think you're going anywhere on your own. Hold on. I've got to reset the bone. You're lucky that it didn't break the skin, but it's probably not going to be fun for you. Christ, I wasn't trained for this. You can't die on me. Please don't die on me. Just... Charlie, I'm going to count down from three to one. And then I'm going to set it. Are you ready? I'm so sorry. Three, two, one. No screaming? Okay, fuck me. Charlie, you're in rougher shape than I want to admit. And here I was thinking the worst part of our day would be running into an anathem. Next thing I know, you're bringing up a goddamn explosive. <sighs> no. I can get mad at you later. Maybe when you're in a state to actually defend yourself. Don't really remember, do you? I can't say I blame you. You just pulled some hero bullshit and may have saved our lives. Genuinely, one of the stupidest things I have ever seen. Well, Charlie, you decided to blow up our outpost, along with an agropelter. That's a C-class if you've forgotten that part too. So, while you may be alive, we don't have much in the ways of ration or ammo now. <sighs> Honestly... How you managed to survive is beyond me. But at least the agropelter's down for now. It doesn't look like it's going to be getting up anytime soon, so we might have some options on where we go next. But they're all a few days away. And with recent sightings of the B-Class to the south, I'd rather us go north. We may be able to get to Matawa in three days if we really push it. It's usually riskier, but... Honestly, with the shape you're in, I'd hate for any of the rumors to the south to be true. All right, I'm going to have to lift you, so bear with me. Let me know if anything gets really painful, though. <sighs> okay, I got you. If you can't stay awake, that's fine. I'll give you an update in a bit, but please 
Charlie, just rest for now. Glad to see you're awake. You were out for about an hour there. We're currently walking down the old 35. The forest is thin here and I can see the sky. It's blue and clear. The sun looks like it's currently holding at around 2 in the afternoon. There's a slight breeze coming down the path that cuts through the forest. While the woods themselves are denser a little deeper in, this close to the path they seem to be open, inviting. If we need to flee into the trees, it would be simple enough. <laughs> Honestly, it's beautiful. The trees themselves are a mix of evergreens and deciduous. I can see some oak and birch trees from where we're standing. It realistically makes me think of when we were in basic. It makes me remember why I was so excited to be working so closely with you. As you can hear from the various animals around us, the forest is full of life, which is honestly good for us. Remember the quiet means that anathema are nearby. <sighs> Anyways, so far we haven't encountered any traces of people, and if memory serves correctly, there won't be any for another three or four days. Hey, no! Wait, wait, wait! Stop trying to move so much. I can carry you for another hour or so before I need to rest. But if you fall, that would slow us right down. Hey, don't worry about me. I'll rest when I get tired. Once it starts to get darker, though, we're going to make camp. I'll check to see your wounds, and then we'll go from there. Charlie, listen. I'm... I'm sorry for getting upset with you about the explosion. I still think it was a bad idea, but you could have died. It's already hard enough making friends when people are already as spread out as they are now. I'm just glad to be partnered with somebody who usually has a pretty level head on them. We're one of the lucky few who just... <sighs> Managed to get along, I guess? We work well together, at least. And... Wait. Did you hear that? Yeah. That sounds like gunfire. Sounded like... Three shots, maybe? It's coming from ahead of us, so we don't really have a choice but to keep moving in that direction. I'm gonna move into the tree line for a little bit. I'll let you know when I see something. The forest floor here is littered with pine needles and leaves from the trees above. It isn't totally dark here, but I can't see the sky anymore. Or maybe 20 meters from the path? And the trees, while not a total wall, will provide us with some cover from anyone who may be observing us from the path. The sun stretches out toward us, but it stops just short of where we are. Maybe six or seven feet? 
I've got my pistol at the ready if things start to get hairy, but I personally would rather we don't have to use it. Whoa! Hang on. I see something on the road. Maybe 50 meters or so ahead of us? It slumped over in a ball just off the path on the opposite side. It doesn't appear to be moving, but from this distance, I can't be totally sure. I'm going to go get a little closer. Oh, boy. Yep, that definitely is a person. Or was. Currently, they're laying in a pool of what I can only assume is their own blood. They're wearing a brown jacket. It looks like some sort of leather or hide, maybe. They got a pair of denim jeans on as well. Ready for the wild. They also have some hiking boots on, so it looks like they were more than ready to walk the trail. Honestly. Yeah, definitely male. Maybe late 30s, early 40s. They got thinning brown hair. He's underweight, though, so... I doubt he comes from one of the encampments. Maybe a road bandit, or an unfortunate wanderer. A pair of thin, makeshift glasses sits on their face. The frames look broken from the fall when they were shot, though. Speaking of which, they have... Two puncture wounds? It looks like he got shot in his leg. Upper left thigh in the front. I don't see an exit wound, though. So... Whoever got him was probably facing him. The other shot's in his stomach. That's a slow and unpleasant way to go, though. Alright, let's see here. Looking at his gloves, he may have taken a shot as well. He's got what looks like some gunpowder on his hands. Maybe could correspond to the third shot we heard. Let me check his pockets. <sighs> Empty. Whoever got him made sure to clear him of anything he had. Give me a second. I'm going to go take a look around the area. You just sit tight. It looks like there may have been some sort of scuffle over here. There's some dirt kicked up in a weird way. They may have been running. Oh, here we go. They came out of the forest. There are two sets of tracks here. We got track prints that sort of look like our friend's shoes here, and and uh, a smaller pair. Heavy toe kicks on that one. Someone was running away from the other. There's also a number of broken twigs and crushed plants coming from the tree line. There's no way they weren't together, though. The forest is too big and dense to just stumble across someone else in the thicket. Looks like there's some more tracks going from the forest down the path, too. Okay. The way I see it, our friend here was chasing someone out of the forest. They got into the clearing when the sights were clear. One of them took a shot at the other. That'd be the first round we heard. My guess it was probably our friend here. 
then our second friend turns around, catches him in the leg. He goes down, then gets finished off with the second round of the stomach. Our smaller friend then loots and continues running down the path. Based on the fact that the birds are back, I don't think we have to worry about an anathem coming out just yet. So, we're probably still in a clear zone for the time being. <sighs> My bigger concern's the people, though. Chances are pretty good that if there are two of them, armed, might I remind you, that there will be more. Most people don't have aspects like us, though, so we can assume that there will be at least three? That's the only way they'll survive. Honestly, there's just too much we have to assume right now. They might be hostile, too. I don't know. Alright, I think that does it for our investigation, though. Here... <clears throat> Let's keep going. I'll keep my eyes peeled out for anything that's out of the ordinary, but if things get risky, I'll take us back into the forest. <sighs> Thanks for putting up with my little detour, Charlie. The footprints are starting to slow down here, Charlie. Looks like they went from a sprint to a walk around this point. They're dragging their feet a bit, too. I can't tell if it's a limp or if they're just exhausted. I don't see any blood either, so... I don't know if it's a shot or not. They're the smaller feet, though. They look like... running shoes? The grip isn't as deep as the man's were. I don't think it's a young kid either, but it really isn't a big person. If I had to guess, maybe a teenager? Oh, don't give me that. I don't know shoes well. It was never an interest of mine. Before or after the collapse. Shoes are shoes to me. If you're into them, that's your thing. Damn it! <sighs> there's a group of people further along the path. Looks like there's about four of them. Two men, a woman. Yeah, <laughs> told you, teenager. Maybe about sixteen or so. The one man looks wild and is really well built for someone without an aspect. He has a shaved head and he's wearing a denim jacket. By all definitions, I'd say he looks like your stereotypical biker guy. He's got a tattoo of a dragon on his left arm. The other man. A little younger. He's incredibly pale. He's got a fiery red set of hair. He's wearing a black t-shirt with some cargo shorts on. He's got a holster on his side. He's maybe in his mid-twenties. <laughs> the woman looks mean. Her hair is pulled back into this really intense ponytail. She's grimacing right at the kid. She's got, yep, denim jacket as well. Leather gloves on? She's saying something to the kid, I don't know. The teen's standing, facing towards our direction, but I don't think they've noticed us. They have their gun facing towards the group, but none of them look really phased by it. I can't hear them, but if I'm carrying you, I don't think I can get any closer. <sighs> the way I see it, we got two options. Try to close in, or open fire, and... 
hope for the best. So, Charlie, what's it gonna be? Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the first kind of trial episode of Terminal Moraine. I know it's not the typical schedule for launch stuff, but I'm trying to do some other things, get some experience under my belt with the whole dramatics and the such. So if you like what you heard today, let me know on the Schedule for Launch podcast, Twitter, or even in our Discord. The idea is down the line in the future, we're going to offer this in some sort of way where you can vote and kind of help me build this story out as the audience where you take on the role as Charlie. If you have any questions, please reach out and ask. Special thanks goes out to Brody for the use of his song, Would You. You can listen to Brody's music on Spotify and support him where he puts out his music. He's honestly absolutely incredible and a phenomenal musician, so please do go support him. Until next time, though, take care of yourselves. I'll see you on the next one. Bye. Can we just talk? Seems my heart is unconvinced With all these mixed up thoughts inside my head I haven't felt the same since Would you paint me a picture? Would you call me by my name? Would you still see me as who I am When I don't look the same? Would you hold me at midnight when my hair is thin and gray? Would you walk on out and throw it all away? Just a